Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. soon as the Heat had a little hope, a little ray of sunshine, Jalen Brown made it dark. The Bonnets game under 500 in January are now one game from the NBA Finals. The final score in Game 5, Boston 93, Miami 80. One nothing Sooners, the 1-0 to Graham, swung on, fly ball, center field, that ball is hit well, Scott back to the wall, he looks up, it's gone! It's a grand slam! Peyton Graham, touch a ball! It's 5-0 Oklahoma! Bozak behind the net, it was Tyler Bozak that got an assist on the Pat Maroon goal two, three years ago, he scores! Tyler Bozak in overtime! You can bring out the Zamboni! Here's the one-two. Swing and a miss. He got it. Win column Sooners. Game over. And Oklahoma advances to the winner's bracket. Final score on Wednesday night. It's Sooners six and West Virginia four. All right. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Live in Arlington again today. T-Row in the morning show. Thursday, May 26th. Toby and TJ with you, brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. This is the ref, the home of Sooner fans, as we bring it local now and blast it across the state of Oklahoma and beyond. I'm overlooking AT&T Stadium again today in Arlington, Texas, as we get set for day two of the Big 12 Baseball Tournament. Sooners win last night, their opening game for the first time in almost a decade. First time since 2013, OU wins their Big 12 tourney opener. They play at 7.30 tonight. They get Texas Tech again. Fifth time this year. Fourth time in the last couple of weeks, week and a half or so, they'll play the Red Raiders. OSU faces elimination at 9 o'clock this morning. Justin Campbell, their ace, will get the baseball. It'll be OSU and Baylor. Coming up at 9, we'll talk some Big 12 baseball. We are one day away from the Super Regionals getting underway in Norman for the softball team. We are one day away from the men's golf team, uh, OU and OSU, getting started out at Greyhawk 
in Arizona for the NCAA Men's Championships. You heard there, Boston Celtics move within one game of the NBA Finals with a win last night. And tonight, Luka and the Mavs will once again try to stay alive. They'll be out in uh, by the Bay tonight, down three games to one. TJ Perry, good morning. How are you today? Doing all right. Can you give me some juice? You mean turn myself turn up? Turn yourself up a little. Turn yourself up a little. Let's do this on the air again. I like it when you say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One, 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 one. One, 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 one. Two, 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 two. There we go. I think that's You better. like that? Yeah, that's better. The settings are wildly different. Yeah, that's what's amazing. When you started, I'm like, man, it's uh, crazy what Learfield has him at and what we need him at. So I don't They know. keep me low, Tej. They, they, well, you know, they worried about me getting excited on those homers <laughs> and stuff. I guess so. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that at 6 o'clock in the morning. So, How are you today, TJ Perry? Oh, I'm much better than I would have been with a loss, so I'm doing good, doing good. Be be honest with me now. I don't want you to beat around the bush. No, I'm don't good. Beat a, don't beat around the bush No now, complaints. TJ. No complaints. I'm, I'm good. That's good. I'm good. It's good. It's good. That's good. How was your Wednesday, TJ? It was good. <laughs> a little wet, a little rainy, but it was good. Did it rain all day in all Oklahoma again? day. I think we're finally past it. I saw the moon for the first time in days, and it was like, man, it's bright out here at 5.30 in the morning uh, when I was walking into the station. So Put your sunglasses on yeah, on the way to right. work. That's right. So I think it's I think it's finally over with, and we're getting some sunshine this morning. So well, Thank goodness we're playing down here, not up there. Uh, huh? We'd be a day behind. Well, yeah, they wouldn't have got games in yesterday, so it, it did not stop off and on all day long so they may have played through some of it but I don't know what condition the field would have been in so yeah you're right right not too often do we say this but the big 12's looking like the smart conference right now (laughs) there's there's a lot of rain and weather and junk going on around yes SEC is struggling mightily to get games in the big 10 who knew they played baseball up there am I right uh, they're struggling mightily to get games in. Big 12's got them a roof. Not only do they have them a roof, the way the Big 12 first day flowed, I was I think that shocked me more than anything. <laughs> any score, any result, like you starting on time and, and knowing you were going yeah. to start on time. Like I knew you were, like watching the day play out. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this in all my years here. Shocking. Yeah. I think that was the incredible thing yesterday, yeah. The schedule stayed on time all, all day, really. Yes, all day. Uh, we played crisp, on-time baseball games. I think, uh, I think the first, well, the uh, 12.30 game started at like 12.35. Uh, maybe not even that late. And the 4 o'clock game started at like 4.02. And in it, it went so fast, we had to kind of wait around for the 7.30 game to start a, a few extra minutes. Yeah, they could have bumped you up a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's Amazing. right. Amazing. Now, we may have just jinxed today, but <laughs> day one was uh, beautiful. Yeah, there's no doubt tonight we won't start till 10 o'clock for sure. How about ESPN, by the way? Did you catch any of our guy uh, Joey Zamboni or whatever? His <laughs> no, name you, you texted me about him, but I didn't. I, I only. Oh, uh, dude. 
I couldn't remember. You play so many highlights of guys. I'm like, I know that name, and I know we laughed at him, but I could not remember which one for sure he was. So he, um, he is the locket, socket. Oh, rocket, that's right. I, locket, I thought it might be, but yeah, I did not He's catch that any guy. Of him. That ESPN gave him a gig. <laughs> this was his debut on ESPN yesterday. And I had no idea, but I started watching uh, the OSU uh, Texas. Texas game at 9 o'clock in the morning, and it did not take long to go, who's calling this game? <laughs> he was – I uh, my, man, my man Jacob Potter sent me some of the things that he had to say yesterday. He did give it the rock, locket, rocket, restock it. That's his home run call. He's got a whole hashtag for it and everything. Uh, but he only got two home runs, which I'm sure was very disappointing for him. But that was far from uh, the best things he said. Let's see here. Um, he said you couldn't close the waffle iron on that batter. B-A-T-T-E-R. I yeah. guess he didn't get a guy out. Okay. Oh, uh, batter, batter. I B, get the yeah, play batter. on words there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe, all walk, right. maybe walked a guy. Maybe that's where that one came from. <laughs> they couldn't far. close the waffle iron on that batter. <laughs> on a double play, uh, OSU, I believe, turned a double play. He said, either those glue sticks weren't non-toxic or I'm seeing double. <laughs> like a young gym dance just sits around making up lines how about this one he said uh this particular strikeout pitch that he thought was was filthy he said quote that pitch was sick like when justin bieber got his lyme disease diagnosis <laughs> what? this is on espn folks <laughs> let me see if i if we could hear this one if i play this one uh I'm not even sure this one's repeatable. Uh, Jacob sent me this. Let's see what this sounds like. Christian, I don't know if you heard. Very low, yeah, very low. Christian, it was a nice defensive play. Uh, That play was cleaner than Christian radio at a sponge bath clinic. I don't even know what a sponge bath clinic is. I don't even know what that means, yeah. I'm not sure. I want to know. Yeah, so that guy was calling uh, the first couple of games yesterday. He'll be calling, I think, the first couple of games again today. I think he's uh, either the first two or last two. I I assume the first two. But, uh, yeah, the Fred Nats guy, he does the uh, the, the, the lock it, rock it, restock it, all that I see what ESPN Plus is trying to do here. They're trying to draw me in, and I'm like, I'm not. Why would I get ESPN Plus? I sat there last night thinking about this. You still didn't get it. I still didn't get it. I sat there last night thinking, why would I ever get it when Toby paints such a beautiful picture with his words? I appreciate that. Maybe you don't need it. Maybe you don't don't think I did last night. You and Blake were tremendous. Why would I need it? Thank you very much. That's very nice of you. Um, what, what You're missing out on Joey Zamperoni. <laughs> I am missing out on that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is he was working with Mike Rooney. Mike Rooney is as straight-laced, straight yes. <laughs> middle-of-the-road as they come. 
and our booth was the visiting TV booth, and the ESPN crew is in the home TV booth right next door to us, and there's a window we can see through. And I swear to you, I don't think Rooney to this, but I looked over, and he was just like there was no laughing or anything. I, he was just like, how did I get paired with this clown? What is going on with the clown show here? <laughs> I uh, Let me see if I can read you what this guy says about himself. I mean, it's different. We don't all have to be the same. I'm not here to tell you all play-by-play guys have to be the same. We don't. If this guy wants to, this is his his shtick and this is his way of being creative. Knock yourself out. His name is actually Joey Zanaboni. He says on this is his uh this is uh, his tweet that is penned on his website. I want to be the first real millennial sports announcer who reflects the endless optimism, relentless anxiety and glorious randomness of this generation. We were raised on iPhones and smart toilets and family guy. Mine is not a toast to the world as it was, but as it is, hashtag LCRR, which stands for lock it, cock it, rock it, restock it. <laughs> and he's got attached, <laughs> he's got attached like a, a collection of his calls. Lock it, cock it, rock it, Send all the men away. Dr. Radical. Check swing into the mitt. Paying on the squeeze. Big Fizz Cola. Slicing them up like a citrus-based 90s beverage. Two against the shortstop. Sykes. Get him out of there, baby. Dr. Thunder. Pure room temperature off-brand American chemicals. <laughs> He's definitely on his way to being the uh, play-by-play guy for the White Sox one day. Yeah. So hey, he's uh, original. He's original and you could tell a lot of that was created in his bedroom over the years when he was, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old, I'm sure. He's got one where he's talking about uh he licked the outside corner like a zebra at a uh, cheap zoo or something like that. <laughs> uh <laughs> He's bananas, man. He's got a whole following too of people that are like uh you know, trying to get him a bigger gig. And so I guess when he got this ESPN gig, it was a big deal for Joey Zanaboni Nation. So anyway, he he was on the first two games yesterday. And I, I'm guessing he'll be, unless he got dismissed, I'm guessing he'll be on the first two games today. Hey, there's, there's Finn Scully and there's Joey Zanaboni. I mean, yeah. you take your choice in baseball. You get the it all. The two extremes. You get it all. I'm not sure those are the extremes. I wouldn't put Vin at the far boring side of the radar. <laughs> not talking professional side. Oh, I got you. Yeah. And Vin something else. Kuchera living on the corner like a recently evicted crossing guard. Licking the corner like a sidewalk taste tester. Got him. Licking the corner like a neglected zebra lapping up a styrofoam cup of Mr. Pib at an underfunded zoo. What? I don't even know what that means. I don't know what a lot of it means, but I really don't know what that means. I mean, there's a lot of writing Mr. that has gone Pim into this material. Un- <laughs> funded zoo. Oh, man. 
He's a trip. I'll get. I. It makes me want to listen just to hear. I mean, You're going to be getting his autograph on a baseball by the end of the weekend. I might. I might. I want get a selfie with him. It. It makes me want to listen, even if I think it's stupid. I want to listen. <laughs> I think it helps if it's not your team. You know, if it's a. If it's a game that you're just kind of casually watching, then something like that might get you to tune oh, in. Yeah, if it's your absolutely. team, I think you're throwing stuff at the TV. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. So. Anyway, okay, we're underway. Oh, um, What do you think about us replaying the Brent Venables in- interview here in the 6 o'clock hour this morning? Yes? No? I'm good with that either way. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I've got it ready. If, right. uh, or I've got it. I know where it's at if we need it. How about 6.30 this morning? If you did not, Brent Fittables joined us last hour of the show yesterday. We will re-rack it for you at 6.30, coming out of the 6.30 break this morning. We also have your buddy Blake Brewster coming up live at 8.05 this morning. He begged his way onto the show in the middle of the broadcast last night, TJ. Did you hear this guy? I heard him. I heard him. We'll talk to Blake. We'll take your phone calls, your text messages. You can text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. The sun is up in Arlington, Texas, and we're underway on the T-Row in the Morning Show. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. We are back. T-Row in the morning show on the ref. Toby and TJ with you this hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. They're here to serve all of your South Central Oklahoma health care needs. Norman Regional Hospital, the HealthPlex. Big thanks to them. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Go ahead. What's a better show, Hoarders or Stephen A. Smith's show? Let's kick the pig. Mm-hmm. I would tie for never seen him. I've seen Stephen well, A. Smith. Stephen I don't a. need Smith. to watch his show. I get a pretty good feel of what that's about. Yeah. And I've never seen Hoarders, but I can tell you it would make me, Itch. it would make my skin crawl. <laughs> I've uh, seen Hoarders for what you just said, like a few minutes. And I said, oh, I'm going to throw up watching the show. I can't watch it. And I can't stand never, clutter. I've never watched it again, so. Uh, but all of my boy, both of my boys are home right now, uh, which means Trevor, uh, a year ago now, moved back home after graduating from college. He's living in our house going to grad school. But all of his stuff is in our garage. And now Peyton has moved. He's just graduated. He's moved back home, and all of his stuff is in our garage. And our garage looks like an episode of what I would imagine an episode of Hoarders looks like. <laughs> and every time I go out the garage to the car, I just, I'm like, uh, I'm going to have to get one of those storage units. I just, I cannot stand the thought. This is like ESPN Plus with you. I cannot stand the thought of paying someone for air. To like store just, your stuff, yeah. Yes. I like. I, I, it fits in my garage, but my car doesn't. But the, the stuff does, and I don't have to pay anybody for it. So, I don't know, but it drives me nuts, man. Hey, you're paying someone for that uh, garage space. Trust me. Mortgage company. Yeah. Uh, listen, 
Listen. Yeah. All right. We <laughs> we have some first world problems out here we need to address. Can you and ESPN Plus run at the same speed? I sink the game and don't even make it to a half inning before I have to pause it one or the other. Huh. How is it possible to be off after half an inning? This Big 12 ESPN Plus deal is just not going to work out for me, okay? That's all. Toby in the Pentagon. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't know how to explain that unless your uh unless your ESPN Plus feed is is uh pausing itself or something. I I don't know how to explain. Probably buffering that. and then buffering, uh, catch, catching back up, yeah. Yeah. You know, I had told Jacob Potter I was like, we, you know, we got this Sooner Vision on ESPN Plus coming. Let's break some ground here. Let's be the first to offer a radio option on our ESPN Plus channel. Uh, I think there's some, I think it technically can be done. However, there is, um, like Fox or ESPN or whoever would have a major problem with us stealing their video and putting our radio over the top of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, they don't want that. ESPN is not going to allow us to put our radio feed over their video instead of their announcers. I don't think. Don't think. But maybe a a radio-only option. Anyway, I'm sorry about that, Toby, in the Pentagon. Let's try again tonight. See if you can make it happen tonight. Uh, Joey Z tries way too hard, and his bio proves that, this texter says. Well, for my flavor, I would agree with that. But uh, I am 48 years old, and uh, as Brent Venable says yesterday, I take naps in the middle of the day, and uh, that's old man type stuff. So maybe there are some millennials out there that that is uh, exactly what they're looking for. I'm open to all styles of calling a game 918 chris you know what his question is what did i eat dinner um you're gonna be very disappointed in me but i ate the media meal both times yesterday well that's not true uh okay so i ate media lunch which was a giant texas baked potato and it was delicious like it had brisket on it and barbecue sauce and everything. How about that? And I said, that's good. I'm going to eat the media room again. It's free for dinner. And I had the worst chicken fried steak I've ever had in my life for dinner. So <laughs> lesson learned there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to examine the media meal before just blindly agreeing to it and, and hopefully maybe take in some ballpark fare today. But last night after the game, uh, it was – 10.30-ish, something like that, maybe 11, maybe later than that. I don't remember what time it was. You might know. And uh, Blake and I came 11, back yeah. to the team. The team has a, uh, a a conference room here, and they all came back over here and got some food after the game, and we came back and ate with them and had some fajitas, a couple of fajitas after the game last night. So that was what I ate yesterday. Nothing to brag about. I, I need to get out to Texas live. Maybe a lunch at Texas Live today. Do you have a recommendation for Texas Live for me? I, I've been to Texas Live, but I've only uh, consumed liquid items. I've mm. never consumed food there. So like okay. I told you, I've heard Pudge's Pizza isn't bad. I've heard good things about Troy's Place. There's a big time Salt Lick. Maybe that's it. I think it just came to my mind. I think it's Salt Lick barbecues in there. And and to be honest, I haven't been to Texas Live in a couple of years with the 
COVID and everything. So I don't know if these places are even still there, to be honest. Okay. But Salt Lake Barbecue, I think that's what it's called. The barbecue place, whatever it is in there, is supposed to be big time. I'll do some reconnaissance for you today. Let's get a break in right here because this interview is kind of long. So uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, our chat with Sooner head coach Brent Venables yesterday here on The Ref. It's a Thursday morning. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live in Arlington, Texas. Got the Big 12 tournament starting today, but we go live right now back to Norman. We are joined by the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, Brent Venables. Coach, good morning. Good morning, Tobe. How are you doing? You're in Arlington already? I'm in Ar- I drove down last night after we landed. I had to get down here today. Wow. so I'm all in, Coach. Fire. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I got my, so what do you do all day? Uh, what do you do all day between now and... In, uh, in game time. Well, uh, going to, uh, you're going on a roller coaster. What are you doing? No roller coasters today. I will probably sneak in a quick nap and then uh, go over to the stadium and prepare you for tonight. Isn't that what like old people do? Like during the middle of the day, they sleep. I'm 48 years old and definitely, That's definitely uh, not old. Going to be a late night tonight, and so I'm going to get a nap. Like I got to be a peak 70s. performance tonight. I'm hearing you. That's what Starbucks is for. <laughs> Uh, man, how much have you enjoyed these caravans? We got one more left tomorrow night in Oklahoma City, but getting out, meeting the people, you've been electric. It certainly seems like you're having a good time. Yeah, I love I love connecting with people. I'm a uh, relationship guy. I uh, really enjoyed getting in the different communities, and we got a lot to share. You know, we got a lot to be proud of. We got a lot to be thankful for. So um, spreading some of that good seed. Uh, is a is a fun, uh, easy thing to do to me when you love what you do and who you do it with. I get to do it with Toby Rowland. <laughs> and right. um, so for me, like honestly, being very sincere, I know it's being funny, but um, I'm actually being very sincere that like I have a blast doing it with what I do with who I do it with. So uh, from that standpoint, like it could be a lot. It could be a heck of a lot worse. We got you know one. I mean? Yeah, no, I got you. It's a hoot, man. And we got one more tomorrow night, folks. If you uh, do not have your tickets, it is not quite sold out yet, but it's going to be a big crowd. Soonersports.com slash caravan if you want to go to the OKC stop, the final stop uh, tomorrow night in Oklahoma City. I also want to ask you, uh, I don't want to run out of time, about these camps that you have coming up. Not just the youth camps, but the ladies' clinic and the fantasy camp and everything that uh, that you're offering this summer. Yeah, uh, ladies, the lady, ladies' clinic is July 16th. It's um, low impact. It's all indoors. It's at the Lloyd Noble Center. It's really it's an educational opportunity for us to pull the curtain back and introduce all the different areas of our football program and all the programmatically all the different areas that touch the players lives and what that entails deeply um, we'll have all of our coaches there we'll do a x's and o's um, demonstrations and a football clinic teaching some good football knowledge for for all the ladies to be able to uh, be uh, resident experts in their home uh, and during game day so really an opportunity to learn uh, 
a lot about what we do and how we do it, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We have uh, we'll have a lot of local vendors there as well. Um, we have a fashion show. Um, all of our players will be there working it, so we're, it's filling up quick, and uh, so we have to cut it off and cap it. But uh, it's an opportunity also to support um, charities with here within the state of Oklahoma uh, and locally here in Norman. But uh, that's from addiction to domestic abuse to uh, a variety of um, uh, cancer um, charities and an opportunity to support the. 212 degree uh, foundation um, and then the fantasy camp is kind of a heavy hitter um, it's going to give all, all access pay, pay a, an entry fee and you get all access to our football camp when we start up this fall with our players when we kick off the football season in august so it's a uh, almost it's two and a half three day uh, event when you're uh, we'll put you up in a hotel and and uh, give you all access to all meetings, practice, meals together with the players, give a lot of one-on-one time with coaches and players, uh, and opportunity to come over to my house and, and to learn a lot more about uh, everything from soul mission to uh, time with Jerry Schmidt, and again, um, all access to meetings and practice and things of that nature once we kick off uh, fall practice. So, that's going to be a lot of fun um, as well, and also it, it goes to support the 212-degree foundation. I want to ask you about the news of the week, which is the uh, the Nick and Jimbo thing, and I'm going to be careful. I'm not trying to throw you into the middle of it unless you want to get in the middle of it, but the the, the, the topic is, is this NIL thing, which is new this year and is it would seem to me – very confusing without kind of the guard rules and regulations as to where you want to fall as a head coach and 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 how you make sure you take care of of having Oklahoma in the right place when it's a little bit of a moving target how how big of a challenge has that been and then I would imagine when you're watching these other big time head coaches that are fighting it out tooth and nail you're like man we're we're all trying to figure out where the right place is to be on this thing no doubt I mean I think some maybe what you see going on across the country what probably is these players they don't have to uh, they don't have to report things to their compliance so if it's coaches are telling you what is reported to compliance in regards to nil deals and things of that nature there's there's no laws that say they have to and um right or wrong and so the reason i I say that now, you know, I, the, the the compliance piece is to protect the player from both eligibility issues potentially, and then tax tax wise. That way, you have a, an easy vehicle to set you up to protect you uh, and help you keep track of, you know, uh, you know the tax implications. When you're <laughs> you're making money, you got to pay taxes, or mm-hmm. they'll throw you in jail. But when you're starting to deal with young people and maybe some being misguided, uh, you know, they can get put in harm's way. So um, I think some of the, the reporting from the coaches is because that they're just going by what has been reported to compliance. But, uh, you know, as, as you and I both know that um, I'm, I'm sure that's not foolproof. So, um, you know, for, for us, we want to do it, uh, you know, the right way and uh, give our guys an opportunity to use their platform. It's a uh, – 
to me, NIL is a, is a, is a good thing. It's about time, an opportunity uh, for our players to take advantage of, um, again, their name, image, and likeness. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good space, but I think, you know, from a, a time management standpoint and um, a distraction standpoint, you want to make sure that um, uh, you um, provide them with some safeguards to, help them focus on a very short window that they have in, in regards to development and, you know, obviously educationally getting their degree and then development-wise be, becoming the best football player that they can be as, as, as well as growing from, again, from, again, 17, 18, 19-year-olds and, you know, to growing from boyhood to manhood. There's a lot of uh, transformation that takes place when they go to college. So, you know, they don't have enough time in the day as it is. So, you know, trying to... Uh, give them all the tools that they need to be successful in that space with, uh, at the same time not getting overwhelmed or getting distracted and taking it off their, their main focus, and that's to, you know, holistically develop and and maximize a very small window that they have going to college and having a great college experience. And so not trying to put too much on them, not try to bur- burden them, but at the same time help them take advantage of that space and, for us, we're uh, hoping that the things that align with our, our values as a program and, and, you know, give them an opportunity for baseline, have a very equitable opportunity for everybody in the locker room. And then, again, the better you play, the harder you work, um, you know, the better uh, opportunities you have to make a little more money. Uh, so we have co-branded as a university, chosen to, to co-brand. And so uh, just a, a baseline of that looks like, an opportunity for our guys to uh, have their jersey sold and make money with their name on it, and uh, both in the uh, through the university and then also in the secondary market, which is they can really capitalize in that space. So, again, it's a uh, it's a good thing, you know. Um, some some young people are showing up with with a marketing agents, which again I think is a is a is can be a good thing, you know, to safeguard them as well as kind of take off that burden off their plate and hey this is any deals go through them and and uh, but we've as a university have done a great job of uh, partnering with Altius which is the industry leader um, educationally um, with the university and letting us know what some of the trends and things are are in the, in uh, across college football and then some of the do's and the don'ts and things to look out for so that's a, an educational piece in front of our in front of our teams and I think that's a wonderful thing as well and then um uh we we have a, an app uh, that you know you just put on your phone and a lot of deals can be made that way and able to go right to compliance and keep uh, track of everything and and keep things again just in a really nice and tidy place um to protect our players partic- particularly from taxes and things like of that nature help them uh that in a user-friendly space for them. I don't have time to ask you about everybody coming out of spring, but I am going to take the, the low-hanging fruit here and ask you about your quarterback. Uh, you've been around some great quarterback play at Clemson the last few years. We've obviously seen some here at OU. How do you feel about Dylan Gabriel coming out of the spring? I think we lost Coach. There, Toby. Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yep, can hear you. Yeah, I got you. I was asking about how, how do you feel about Dylan Gabriel coming out of the spring, Coach? 
Yeah, Dylan was, I thought he had a terrific spring, ultra consistent, uh, really accurate. Uh, he makes plays. He can improvise. Um, can can make all the throws. But I just love his leadership, his consistency. There's a calmness and, and, a, and a presence to him that uh, helps you focus on other things. Um, he, he's the last guy that you honestly have to, uh, to worry about certainly don't want to take that for granted uh, but at the same time uh, that's that's that for us is a real uh, comfort um, level in, in where he is mentally uh, physically spiritually leadership uh, he gets it you know he's very he's mature beyond his years and his decision making is is uh, as a, at a really high level and then he elevates those around him, and that's what, to me, the best the best do is they make everyone around them better. And um, uh, he's never too high, never too low, just a, really a model of, of uh, consistency. What you see is what you get with him. All right, that was uh, almost all of our Brent Venables interview yesterday. Not quite all of it. If you would like to hear it in its entirety or anything else that you miss here on the T-Row in the Morning Show, you can, also, uh, you can always check out our podcast page at sportstalk1400.podomatic.com. A lot of people are doing that. They don't get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, but they want to hear hour number one. Just dial it up later in the day when you take that walk or you go on a drive. Go to sportstalk1400.podomatic.com. We'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show. Weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God! Toby! Toby's getting held back by security! T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you on the ref this hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. I didn't have time yesterday because that interview was towards the end of the show and then we went into the crossover, but the um, the ladies' fantasy camp, yeah, uh, which we got a text on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, Tracy in Berlin says, I'll be at the ladies' clinic, cannot wait, boomer, yeah. and then she's got three blushing emoji faces. Do you remember your bit back in the day that we did of Mike Gundy's uh, football camp for ladies that you uh, made fun of? No. <laughs> Remind me. I think I found it here, so I hope this is. Is what it this appropriate? Is. Am I going to get in trouble for this? You'll probably get in trouble for it. Oh, yeah, boy. this is in your wild days before you were the play-by-play. Oh no, no! I hope I have not pre-listened. I to this. apologize for whatever this is. I have not pre-listened to this, so I think this is what this is because it's labeled Toby Football One Hundred and One. Pause this. Pause this. I do not remember any of this. When was this? <laughs> this was the type of stuff we did all the time before you were the voice. I don't. It sounds like me. I have no recollection of this at all. Okay. Go I know this may be the raw version, so we may get into some errors here because I thought I had music and some production behind it. So we recorded it. this and made it into a bit? Yes. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Okay, all right, that's enough of that. What, what was that? 
That's Are you what, sure that's that, me? Yes, that's you. I don't think that's me. As soon as I heard Brent talking about that yesterday, I was like, oh, I wonder if Toby remembers you making re- fun of Mike Gundy's uh, Football 101. I have no recollection of that whatsoever. I do remember the first baseman contest that got us in trouble. Yes. I do not remember that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Younger and immature and inappropriate. I remember it to the that. point that uh, sometimes I walk around and go, hello, ladies. <laughs> so you put music under that and that, all produced yeah, it up and everything? Yeah, that one's not the produced one. So I must have, that one must be lost somewhere because I can't find it. So we had music behind it you and need sound to find, effects. Sometime and, you need to find the Teddy and Dusty thing that we put together. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was one Sunny of, and Cher. That was one of my favorites. Now, well, it was something about oh, the, uh, peeing in peeing the backyard. The pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. <laughs> Had the uh, Six Flags music behind it. And yeah. everything. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. Uh, I think that ticked him off. I think we uh, made him mad with that one. But... I think one left the station over it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Had my phone lost since May 9th. I'm so gl- uh, so good to be back connected to you guys. Do you still have any golfers available? That's from you, Architect. <laughs> wait, wait, you lost you his video phone. for a month? His phone for uh, since May 9th, it says. Wow. Three weeks. Did you find the phone, or did you just have to wait for one to be delivered to you he there? He left in... it in Stockholm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Awesome game last night. Graham slam and the strangest hit by pitch I've ever seen. Yeah, I've seen that where it, like, shoots off of him and... Um, like hits him in the face, knocks his helmet back. Who was that? Uh, that was Blake Robertson, right? That got hit by that, and it like hit him low, and then it, the ball ran up and kind of. I don't remember that. I I guess I didn't see that part. He did get hit by a pitch last night, but I didn't see the that it carried uh, up and hit him in the helmet or something. I think it's up on Sooner Sports on their highlights, and hmm. it gets uh, like it clips his foot and then shoots straight up into his chin and his face. Ah, I had no idea about that. Yeah, he got plunked pretty good, but I didn't know it caught him in the face, too. Jeez. Uh, we do need to talk about the game last night. Uh, Sooners win 6-4 to four over West Virginia. Live in Arlington, going to hear from Patty Gasso coming up as well. They're getting set for Super Regionals tomorrow in Norman. We'll be back.